Hello, everyone. I'm Joe. And TJ. And we are the Schoolhouse 302. And this is our 302 Thoughts, which is a part of our One Thing series. And TJ, we couldn't be more excited about this topic, what we're going to talk about, which really is innovation in schools. And, you know, we'll get to the three uh, key drivers that we see um, in and out of successful school systems, things that we try to do within our own systems. And really, and TJ, jump in on this. I, we believe that innovation isn't a thing. You know, this isn't something that, you know, when you go into a meeting, you can say, you know what, let's be innovative. That's not what's happening here. We truly believe that culture is built like a foundational culture of innovation is built if innovation is actually a value, it's something that you value as the school leader. Um, and I think that's something that we really tried to emphasize this month, that innovation often is the byproduct of something, right? It's something that, you know, we buy tech and we hope there's innovation or you hire somebody and you're like, man, that person's innovative. But we know that the culture can either support or squelch those efforts. And so that's something that we dig into and and came up with this model this month, which we love, this culture of innovation model, which is diversity in all that we do. It's creating an open dialogue, and then it's this risk-taking. Um, TJ, I've said enough. You want to jump in here and talk about those three? Yeah, sure thing, Joe. Thanks for that. I do want to underscore something that you said is that we don't um, think of innovation as a thing, introducing something to the culture, something that we bought. Um, and we also don't typically see innovative people in a culture that doesn't support that, right? So right. The, the culture is where innovation um, thrives. And so when the culture supports that type of thinking, really this is about the thinking that goes on on a team um, to spark and to promote and to foster creativity um, and then the innovation that, that comes from that. And so we did a ton of research for that when we, when we wrote Building a Winning Team. And that's why innovation is one of the pillars of culture and in, in this case, school culture, um, where if you want an innovative culture, you have to work at that, not just think about people as innovative or things as an innovation. So Joe, you asked me to talk about the three things. I want to mention just a couple of key aspects. The first is that diversity. Of course, you want diversity on your staff, but we want to look at our staff and our teams um, from a diversity lens. The research is clear that the di more diverse the team that you have, whether that be your whole school or a team of people you've put together to solve a problem, the more diverse that team is, the more innovative they will be and the faster they will get to that innovation and problem solving. So we care a lot about in, uh, diversity. We care a lot about innovation. We want to put that into our culture. There's multiple reasons for that. And one is to have an innovative culture. Um, and we need to look at all of our teams that way, right? Whether it's a hiring team or a problem solving team, it should be as diverse as we can possibly make it. The second thing that you mentioned is open dialogue. And that's just that conversation, creating norms, creating spaces, 
for people to come express themselves. Um, we don't want any uh, uh, idea to go unheard. And so that's that back and forth between uh, teachers and administrators, between teachers and teachers, between administrators and administrators, just open dialogue all the time. Um, we talk about open door policies, but that's not enough, right? You need to actually have norms and specific spaces, not just my doors open for when you want it, but actually we scheduled time for us to, to share ideas. And that last thing is risk-taking. And this is probably the hardest one, Joe, because educators are rule followers. And you know, we like the book, first break all the rules and we live by that, but not everybody does. People are scared to break the rules. They're scared to take risks. Um, they don't want to do the thing the wrong way, especially if there's 32 youngsters sitting in front of them. But we have to foster that in people because risk taking is the way that we uh, fail forward and find new ways of doing things. And Joe, we're going to be talking more about that in months to come in terms of finding new ways to think about old problems, because we can't keep doing what we've always done and expect different results. Yeah, well said. And, and TJ, I think that loops right back to that diversity piece, because when you have different opinions, different thoughts, and when we're talking diversity, we're talking diversity on, on all fronts here. And I think that underscores everything you just said. And when you have that and you build that culture, then risk-taking falls into place, right? And so, yeah, well said. And I think those expecting different results is what we want. You know, we want to have different results. We want greater student achievement and we know what works. So I think it's important that when we talk about risk-taking, you know, if you're encouraging people to be innovative and that's based on a professional learning that just happened, it's a little easier because the professional learning should be based on research as well. So the whole worry sometimes can be eliminated on is this good or bad versus, you know what, I'll get it right. And when I really get it right, it's really going to work. And that's going to be an exciting moment. And that brings us to something that we love. And, and this is a shift. TJ. I'm going to ask you to chime in on this as well, because we do believe every school has to have a purpose and having that purpose, having a clear understanding of where we going, where we're going, we can't underscore that enough knowing your why, right? However, we want to build that. But when it comes to innovation, we want to replace that why with a very other critical three-letter word, and that's try. So we're not abandoning the culture of why, but we're definitely including and saying, well, we're moving from our why to now we got to try. Because if you don't take that first step, it's not going to happen. It's so true, and it um, it reminds me of of the buy-in myth that Doug Reeves talked to us about when we interviewed him for our podcast. Because we think by building a culture of why that everybody's going to eventually have the same why, and that we're all going to have buy-in before we do something, and that's just not true. Actually, we typically will either not all have the same why, and that's okay, or we'll buy into something after we do it. Right. And so that's the culture try part. Um, we got to quit worrying about everybody having the exact same purpose, the exact same why statement, the exact same internal motivator and get people to a culture of, you know what, 
we had some PD on this, like you said, Joe, I'm going to give it a shot in my room, even if it doesn't work, right? We have to quit thinking about perfect and start thinking about progress. And we only make progress if we try. There you have it, folks. Another 302 thoughts on our One Thing series podcast. Um, as always, you can find us at theschoolhouse302.com for leadership books, blogs, podcasts, and more. And we'll see you next time. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Joe, you know what leaders need these days? What's that, TJ? Sleep. A good night's rest. Self-care. We've heard it over and over and over again from our guests on the podcast that you can't pour from an empty cup. Leaders need sleep. One of the number one ways you can replenish yourself and lead better is a good night's sleep. I hear you, but you know what? I'm so tired. I don't even like thinking about, you know, getting a good night's sleep, but you know, do tell, how do we go about getting better sleep? Well, I think that's part of your problem is you need a better bed. It always starts with the bed. That's why we recommend ghost bed, our sponsor with 30,000 plus five-star reviews. Their patented sleep and cooling technology gets you to sleep faster and longer than any other bed. That's right. And their handcrafted mattresses come with a hundred and one night at home sleep trial and a two times the industry standard warranty. They're absolutely certain that their beds will work for you. And with free shipping within 24 hours of your purchase, it's fantastic uh, support from the company. And guess what? Just for being a listener at the Schoolhouse 302, you get 30% off with the use of our code SH302 at checkout. You go to ghostbed.com. You get some sleep so that you can lead better and grow faster. You use SH302 at checkout. Absolutely. And last thing, even if you don't need a bed, you're thinking, wow, I would love to try out ghost bed, but I just bought a bed. Refer someone else for a bed at ghostbed.com. You'll get a hundred bucks for helping someone else get a good night's rest. Wow. That's 30% off with SH302 code at ghostbed.com. A hundred bucks for your referral. If you get somebody else a good night's sleep, better sleep for you, better leadership, ghostbed.com. You can't beat it. Ghostbed.com.